catches, puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History part of Bang! Tie game with five seconds remaining. Balotelli. Aguero. Play clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Ding, ding, ding. Episode 18, objection. You say, we got Cody with Tourette's here. Uh, he's touching every little thing he can. We got Corey. Corey's Hello. back this week. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> and Shano, the shed, is back. Is this number three for you? Uh, yes, it is. Three for me. And I'll just stop you right there, Jack. I have had to sit through slander of North Melbourne in the last three episodes. <laughs> Jeez, it was warranted. I know this is only, <laughs> I know this is only the intro. I think I needed to bring it up instantly. No direction is what I'm hearing. No direction. What did you expect? Are we wrong? What did we expect? Pull us up when we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a list management. I'm calling list management. They're just young. We don't know where we're at at the moment. We're figuring out who's going to be on the list in five years. None of them. Well, three at best, I think, possibly at the moment. You sound like Adrian Dodora in 2006, and we're still there as well. So not too sure on that. The Blues, uh, they know we're coming. Formula One, I know you got a chance to have a little bit of, Did you watch it or is it just the highlights? No, I watched it. Stayed up until one, I think it finished, something like that, just before the uh, EPL started, but then I turned that off, which I think... Did you start for the EPL? Uh, I got up early and watched it. Um, should have stayed in bed, but no, it was actually a cracking final day. Yes, it was, it was a big night of sport, wasn't it? Yep, we had that. We had the PGA Championship today, Cody. You did? Did you watch it? I watched the highlights and, I, again, working quotation marks, was watching it for a bit. Yeah. So we're, as fellow GB water worker, we do keep the water running and the poo flowing. So, yeah, um, yeah I was the same. I was sort of had it on in the background at work, but I wasn't too involved in it. I just sort of kept checking. Speaking of keeping the poo harder. flowing, Corey, watched yep. a bit of the NBA recently? <laughs> I did. I have been watching a little bit. I've been watching uh, Jimmy um, – I've just lost his name. Neutron. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, mate. Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets Jimmy Butler. He's been taking Jimmy a piss Cracker. lately. Um, yeah, the Celtics going pretty well. Obviously, I think the Golden State Warriors, I think they might sweep the Mavs. Had a nice little win on the punt today, actually. Um, but there's something big that's happened to us today. We've finally got a new mixer. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. New mixer. It's been, uh, what is it, 16 episodes in the in the making. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the rave will go off into the alumni now and... Uh... <laughs> He's done his he's done his role for now, and he'll just be on the bench for the yep. last quarter. I reckon. Yep. yep, he'll be sitting in the stands. We've gone from the iPhone to the rave to the uh, Roadcaster Pro, actually, and we don't know what the fuck we're looking at, but um, it looks really good and fancy anyway. So, um, we've got a sponsor for this episode as well. We've got Yankin and Gale Glass again from Shepparton um, for all your glass and glazing needs. You can call them on five eight two one five one sorry five eight two one five two one one. Call Linton, tell him the boys from SC sent you, and he'll be all about it. He loves a potty. Just while we've got this new mixer before we go to the break, have you seen that on Family Guy when they do the KBBL on the radio? <laughs> and it's like KBBL, L, L, L. We're going to be start. We might be uh, introducing that on the next episode. we just got to get used to it. Yeah, I'm right. sure we will. Go to a break and then straight into the, the sports over the last week. We 
you touched on a lot of sports there to start it off. I'm going to go with you, Cody. I'm going to put you under the put you under the pump here. What was the biggest sport in the last 24 hours? So you, you had the PGA Championship, the Formula One, final day of the Premier League, AFL. Anything else I'm missing? Basketball, uh, Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals. I'm going to say APL. Yeah, final day. Fair final enough. Final day. Yep. If it was just a normal day, you're talking about it. But no, we wouldn't. So and let's let's Liverpool t- shit the bed too, which makes it even better. Oh, I don't know if they shit the bed. I'd nearly say Villa shit the bed. But yeah. Two nil. So I went to. I woke up this morning five o'clock to watch it earlier, and I was watching the Liverpool game. And yeah, they do the commentary. Yeah. Across from it, and you could see like the ball was just getting kicked in defence, and you see the Liverpool crowd going off. And I'm like, oh, we haven't even scored yet. And I'm like, oh. The other game's yeah. on. They're like, Villa scored. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't think they were two up. Yeah, and then Coutinho scored that goal. It was like the 72nd minute. And they're like, all Liverpool need to do is kick a goal now. And City, you've got to kick three. And then I'm like, jumped out of bed. I'm like, no, this is going to happen. And then they're like, and, yep, it's uh, me and City are up 3-2 within like five minutes. Five minutes. It was five or six minutes of footy when it went from 2-0 to 3-2. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Liverpool scored twice in that time as well at Obviously meant nothing for them at that stage. Pep gets his sixth or fifth, maybe. Yeah, one four, four in, in the last four five, five years. years yeah. Did you see um uh, the video of someone at the Liverpool game? Must have I don't know said that Villa scored again, and then the yeah. word got around to the crowd, and the crowd's going wild and everything, and then it just meant absolutely. Fine. I reckon it would have been one of the Wolves fans. Yeah, hundred percent. It would have been just yeah. Was, let's stitch forty thousand people up here. I was. I was pissing when I said it. I don't mind. It's it. funny. It's good. Good karma. Yeah, it was. Um, Pep was huge with his subs. He had Gundogan come on, kick two. Raheem Sterling set up one. They were deserving champions at the end of the day. Yeah, they're the best team in the world, I reckon. Are they though? Because they're not playing next Sunday. Yeah, but I, I still reckon they're. Better. I actually reckon if it was Man City Liverpool Champions League final, that would be better. Man, I reckon Man City have the jump on Liverpool. It, it, I just, it, I just think Man City's got more firepower off the bench than what Liverpool does. Yeah, for sure, I think so. Liverpool's, I feel like Liverpool actually has a better defense. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, in saying that, they deserve to win. I was a bit flat, but it was the best, the best final day since the Sergio. Yeah, Guerrero. I was going to say at least it was a close finish. At least Liverpool, or at least Liverpool or City hadn't have won the league like four games back. Well, yeah, sort of, if you didn't have either yeah. one of those teams in it. It would have been shit. Yeah, it's shit. Yeah. Like Liverpool would have won 20 of the last 30 Premier Leagues if they if Man City went there from there. I think they would have had 95 points or whatever it was. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, uh, Shano, we're going to cross to you now for a bit of Formula Oon. Just, just before we do that, Jack, this is the question that comes up probably every year around this time of the EPL last day. I don't want to get your thoughts on it. Finish on top, win the championship. Or a playoff type scenario for the EPL. I know look, it'd obviously be a big money spinner, and the Champions League is obviously a massive thing. Um, look, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it and where they could possibly go from there. Well, it dates back to a couple of years ago when remember when the Champions League tried to make the Super League? Oh uh, yes, yep. Yeah, so what they're doing from twenty twenty four onwards is they're making a tabled draw for the Champions League and they're making it 36 teams and then I believe it's the top eight teams going to a playoff from there. So they're basically, they're doing exactly what you said and I think the, I think the Premier League should do it but I don't, it's traditionalist for them 
it's sort of like us asking, should we have a day grand final, night grand final? I know it's a little bit different, but for the aspect of final day, like an FA Cup is sort of thing, the spectacle of that, like Liverpool versus Man City in a one-out game, win it all, I agree, would be better, but I understand the traditionalists. But from my from my perspective, I agree that it should be a knockout. What do you reckon, Cody? Yeah, I actually don't mind the final day finish, but it'd be good if they could sort of manipulate the draw, whereas, like, imagine if it was Liverpool-Man City last night like to a rolling win the fixture, league. Like a rolling like, no, yeah, like a rolling fixture towards the end of, say, like the last six rounds or whatever, the top four teams, like, could have sort of like a rolling fixture that you could make it on the last day if there's two teams down to it to win it, they're versing each other. Or, or there's the favourites going yeah. into the year or last year's top two play on the final day, then yeah. three and four play on the final day. Just like, so your chances of a Grand Slam finish are a lot higher than like fucking Villa and you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not just that too. It's the like top two to win the league and then you got the top four to make Champions League and then obviously you got fifth, fifth and sixth to be Europa and then the bottom three relegation. So there's sort of like four or four things that heaps of teams can be playing towards even though if it's not just winning the league. Because some teams that's like obviously not going to win, just say like it's a Villa, for instance, or a West Ham or something like that, them making a Europa League is almost as big as a Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool to win the league. Yeah. Like because most of them teams, like the mid-tier teams to the bottom-tier teams, they're going into the Premier League season knowing that they're not going to win the league. Yeah, they've got their, aspirations their, to stay Their up. aim is to either stay up or make Europa League or squeeze into a Champions League or anything like that. Like, There's more than just the final day of teams winning the league at stake. There's lots of other things that go with it. What What are your thoughts on it? Well, I, like I understand the tradition and things like that, but... There's just it seems just a missed opportunity for a uh, like four grand finals on the one day. Yeah, you know it, what I mean? it does. If things go to plan. Just imagine if like Burnley were playing Leeds last night, like everyone would be watching that like just as much as what they would be watching like your Liverpool's and things like that. And then like your West Ham, I don't. Know, they were in a battle to make some. Yeah, I think league that, they were in the, something like that um, to make you right. I think last last night was sort of good because you had one and two versus to win the league, and then Arsenal and Tottenham needed a result to go either way to make Champions League. And then I think Man United needed West Ham to lose by, I think, or something like that to make Europa League. And so last night actually worked out good for what we're talking about, but it's not going to happen every year. Exactly. Agreed. All right. Give us your foreign correspondent for the F1, please. No problem. Well, (laughs) it was a little bit of a, uh, let's say, minor excitement. Some would say a little bit of a fizzer if you stayed up and watching if it was your first race, but not so many crashes, just more uh, car malfunctions, tyre degradation, which is basically your tyres just running out of rubber because it was 37 degrees last night. Um, last, when I say last night, I mean in Spain yesterday. So the track temperatures were out of this world. And, like, and when they talk about like one-stop races, two-stop races, they're talking about pit stops. And last night was a three-stop, I think Verstappen stopped three times, which is like a really high amount, and he possibly even could have gone for four, whereas a normal race, you're looking at one, maybe like getting through 80% of the race on the one set of tyres. So it was a very strategical race. Um, Charles Leclerc, I think we were talking about it just off air, said Verstappen's very good, and I said, yep, yep, he definitely is, and he had a very quick car, but 
I think he's very lucky that Charles Leclerc, his power unit overheated um, in that in the heat and just shut down. And also, um, Go Guan Zhu, I think his name is. He's a Alfa Romeo driver, and he's also got a Ferrari power unit. So it's not good things for Ferrari there. Um, but you know, I think Verstappen. Verstappen ended up winning, I'm relatively sure. And Perez <laughs> Perez got second. I went to bed because I could just see the writing was on the wall. Yeah, he won there. by about 15 seconds. Yeah, the writing was on the wall that they were just too fast on that on that track. So a little bit of a fizzer, but um, it's heating up at the top because every time that Verstappen's finished a race, he's won the race. So if his car can hold up, he wins the race usually. And <clears throat> Sorry. And Charles, he's uh, had a bit of bad luck there as well. But... Yeah, heating up at the top in the constructors and both the drivers' championship. So that's what twenty. I think that's twenty five wins for him now. And for people that don't watch F one, and I'm not one of them, but I thought, you know, I won't leave you hanging out to dry. I'll watch the highlights. The first corner is when the commentators go off the most. They're like they're naming about thirty different drivers going around this one corner, and he's overtaking him, and he's doing this, and he's doing this. I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about. I'm just trying to keep up with it, but it was good. I seen is it Magnuson when he went around the. Fourth turn, I think it was. Yeah, he made, made contact with Lewis. Yeah, so there'll, Someone's... Be, there'll be something about that that come out. Uh, I think they, they investigated at the time and they called it a bit of a racing incident. Like Lewis, I think, had a little bit of understeer, which is um, he sort of uh, – his car went to, like, turn in too much and he had to correct, which slid him out of the corner into Magnuson. But then some would say Magnuson turned in on him and uh, caused a bit of a puncture for Lewis and both of those – Oh, Magnuson just never recovered, but Lewis did a great drive. I think he ended up fifth or sixth or something like that. So he found a bit of pace in the back end. Uh, so he's done really well to be yeah, – I think he was a minute behind on like lap two and he's got all the way back. So he's done really well there. What about our Aussie man, Daniel Ricciardo? How's he been going this season? Not necessarily in the last race, but this season. Uh, he had another bit of a fizzer last night. The car wasn't very fast because even his teammate, I think Lando, finished probably eighth or something like that. So he finished 13th, I believe. Um, but he's just struggling again. The car's probably not not where it needs to be. And when Norris has got it, Norris's teammate, they've got the same car. So when Norris is getting it going, he's usually probably two spots back anyway. So I'm a little bit worried about him actually because he's coming – I think his contract's up at the end of this year. I think he signed a two-year contract or something like that. So there might be a bit of a question mark on him. But good news that that Oscar Piastri is the reserve driver for Alpine. So hopefully he'll be the next one in. So if Daniel happens to drop out of a seat, hopefully Australians will be able to keep watching Oscar as he finds a spot possibly. Is he he from around here somewhere? Uh, He's from Melbourne, I believe. Because I was talking to Boris. Uh, no, someone from Boris footy. Johnson, Boris Wilson, the ex-president of Katanga Footy Club, and I think Talon knows him or something. One of the boys from cricket knows him. I heard something like that. Yeah, but uh, they I'll... said, "Oh, you should tee up a podcast with him." I'm like, oh, freaking hell! Oh, good luck. Yeah, he was one of the busiest men in um, in Melbourne there when they had uh, had the race. Obviously, there what a month ago or so, uh, or so. But um, yeah, he's he's the next best thing they they are touting. So. No, he's done really well. Justin Thomas was awesome today. He was seven shots behind and come back and won. Did you see his tee shot on the 17th? I was about to say, he shanked it. It, it was an absolute – that was like me hitting off the tee. That's I, how much he shanked it. I, I was oh, talking about the pl- – uh, oh, I'm, I'm talking about his shank. Did you see his shank? Nah. He hit it and it went no shit like on right angles. Yeah, right. And he still ended up winning. 
It went like over the trees, like out near the crowd. Like it was an absolute slice and a half, and he still ended up. I think he, I think he might have parred the hole. Ended up still parring it, but yeah, yeah like he saved himself. Saved himself, but even he said, he said, I've never shanked something that bad on a Sunday and still won. Yeah, he was good. <laughs> Zalatoris again getting close, but didn't win it. He um, he sort of looks like the. Uh, Mr. Gilmore's caddy of uh, <laughs> he, does, Gilmore, doesn't, eh? he, he doesn't look like like he could hit a ball. That makes sense. Like he's yeah, sort like, of like skinny and just like wiry frame, but linguini. Yeah, that's the <laughs> word I'm looking for. Real linguini arms. Yeah, a lot of the um, a lot of the blokes that are usually up there, like your John Rams and stuff like that, they were like plus eight. Yeah, like, absolutely a, nowhere near it. But man, it was a it was a bit of a weird. Tour or we caught this one. I don't know if it was the conditions or what it was, but yeah, a lot of no namers were sort of up there in comparison to your household names. But Tiger pulled out. Yeah, Tiger pulled out. Was, was it last day? The third I, on the third yeah. day, I think he pulled out. I th- he made the cut too. He made the cut, but and he still pulled out. Uh, a bit sore, the old boy. I think. And what about them Warriors? Are they are they going to bring the brooms out? I think so. I think so. Anything else like, to add to that? Or not you, really. No. You're done for the pot? Curry's back. <laughs> Curry's back. Thanks for the input. <laughs> um, did you see um, Andrew Wiggins' poster? Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, Large. Shared on Sports Confidential if you, you watch our page. You so. Yeah, follow it. Was it a foul? Yeah, it was an offensive foul, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an offensive so. foul, but they challenged it, and I think it was successful. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, Kerr challenged it. So, um, yeah, Wiggins is actually playing really well lately, scoring. So that's good for them. All-star starter. Yeah. Um, Jordan Paul's minutes have dropped a bit. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty hard when you got that that sort of team, though. I guess. Yeah. Do you reckon if well, Golden State are probably going to go through? Oh, they're three 0 Yeah, do you reckon they can win it all or not? Yeah, I think so now. Yeah. Yep. Nope. No. You don't reckon? I reckon the Heat are still a big chance. The only reason I say that is because the Warriors don't have that stack of of height. Like you got Kevon Looney, Draymond Green's not really a what do you call it a posted defender. But then if you look at the heat, they're not that big either, but both teams have depth. Like you've got Oladipo and Hero coming off the bench. I think I think the Heat are a better chance to beat the Warriors than the Celtics are, from my point of view. Mm, I don't know. What are they at the moment? Is that 2-1? I don't know. I feel like 2-1, yeah. Yeah, yep. I feel like the Heat are a bit, I don't know, they rely too much on Jimmy Butler. And, like, if Hero's not doing anything, they're pretty much buggered. I think the guard play from the Heat might not stack up that well against the uh, the Warriors, but I feel like the Celtics. Yeah, the Celtics yeah. they match up pretty well. You think like they could have Horford at their center, and then they could have Green at their center as well. It's just going to be a big shoot off. But I was looking at a few stats just before I came here, and the Warriors win games when they just don't turn the ball over. They are very good high shooting percentage, which I think we all know that. Mm-hmm. But when they turn the ball over, I think in the playoffs this year they're like. 16th or something like that in turnovers. That's including play-in teams as well. So uh, turnovers per game, they're shocking for it. But when they win, like today, they only turn the ball over 10 times. So that's probably where, maybe where your Jordan Poole ends is coming from, what happens to him, because he turns the ball over a little bit, I think. And that's what Steve's Kerr is probably just going, nope, you're not playing. That's a great – that is actually a great stat from you. And you've actually done your research, unlike the other two boys here. So oh, <coughs> that's good too. And – in reference to that, the Celtics turned it over 19 times the other night against the Heat. So that's another reason I think the Heat will be better. I think it was a franchise record in the playoffs too. 19, yeah. 19 turnovers is bulk. 
Yeah. yeah. That's That's 30 points from it as well, I think. Yeah. So uh, he's all tipping the Warriors still to win it? No, I'm still going with Celtics. Because I said... Ooh, you did say. What did you say? Uh, I said Celtics in five, Tatum to win MVP. MVP. Well, you've got to stick to your guns. Corey jumps ship every week. He's a Suns man. He's a <laughs> yeah, he's a Pies man. Well, I keep tipping the wrong teams. I keep getting kicked out. So, um, I think, yeah, I think the Golden State Warriors are going to win it. Oh, the kiss of death. <laughs> hey, put your money on the Mavericks. <laughs> Luca drops 50 for the next four games. But in saying that, I don't, Celtics obviously won't win if Marcus Smart's out. And Tatum went off injured too in the third game, I think. He did, yep. but he come back. But come back. I think Robert Williams is due back next game as well. Who? I think... Righto. <laughs> the Time Lord. Time Lord. Big no, time Lord. With the Tatum thing, that is just a Celtics little trick to get the crowd pumped oh, 100%, 100% Remember when Paul been. Pierce got carried off because he just yeah. needed a shit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like bringing him back. But then that Willis Reed and the crowd just goes, yeah, them, he's back. Them Celtics trainers must have magical hands or something because my, did you watch the vision of Marcus Smart? He was rolling on the ground like he popped his knee out, done really? his ACL, and he ended up coming back on too, I think. <laughs> Trey Young, I think, was just like, God, those yeah. busted trains are <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> uh, a bit of theatre in the NBA. They mm. love it. Very good. They um, almost flop worse than EPL players sometimes. They do. Yeah. It's becoming that sort of a sport where it's like uh, blokes are getting at each other on social media and yeah. it's becoming a little bit bitchy. Like, did you hear like Pat Bev? And Chris Paul. And, and going at it. And then even I can see Corey smiling because he's oh, a Pat Bev. Pat Bev enthusiast, but. Go. Yeah, like even something that was about like JJ Reddick was saying something about them um, playing both ways on whatever TV show they're on. And yeah. then Pat Bev like sort of stopped him halfway through and he's like, wait, are we talking about like the same Jason Tatum? And then um, JJ Reddick was like, yeah, like I, have you, did you watch the Brooklyn series or anything? And Pat Bev was like, oh, yeah, nah, not, not really. <laughs> yeah. JJ Reddick was like, fuck up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> wait, JJ Reddick is good. Yeah, I'll rate him. Mm, agreed. Yeah, he's good. All right, we'll go to a break and then we'll be back after this. All right, we're going. We're back into the AFL, uh, rewinding back to last week's game. Start us off, Cade. Um, I just want to give a shout-out to the AFL app to start off with. (laughs) Fix your fucking shit. Facts. We're over it. Worst app ever. Anyways, we'll start off with the Carlton Blues versus the Sydney Swans on Friday night. Good game. It was a good game, actually. Blues mm. got up by 15 points. Um, Charlie Kerner kicked the bag of six. Um, Logan McDonald, he's a gun. He, he will be in the future. Sydney, um, Pies, go get him. Sydney comes storming home. I was like, gee whiz. Remember I tipped the draw last week? Oh, yeah, yeah you were. <laughs> this man over here had his ass clenched for a no, I didn't because I was at the Triple J, buddy, singing Shep. Oh, you! Partying up. Fuck, you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, that was a good game, though. Carlton, are they a real deal or not? Too early to tell. They need to – well, Sydney is a good opponent, but I don't know. I still think there's – I think there's question marks over them and, suppose, them and Sydney and at the moment. Brisbane getting done on the weekend, which we will mm. get into, Shannon, won't we? Absolutely. All right. Uh, game number two, Geelong versus Port. Very run-of-the-mill game. Jeremy Cameron played all right. Anything else to report on that? Cam Guthrie had 38. Small. Yeah, it's not bad. I think you said as we're keeping receipts, you said who it'll, it'll depend. 
It will depend on which uh, Port Adelaide or which Geelong turn up, I think is what uh, you said last week. And I think Geelong might have turned up and Port just showed up uh, what they dished up in rounds one to five and they probably just didn't come to the party a little bit there. Yep. I tipped Geelong. Who'd you tip? I tipped Geelong too. Yeah, I think I reckon you tipped Port. I tipped, tipped Port, yeah, by yeah. 12 points. So dickhead. Stuff you Dumbass. Good work. All right, next game. What do we got? Oh, um, boys. Please up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bulldogs versus the Gold Coast Suns. The Bulldogs got up 106 to 87 in that one. Um, we'll come out of that game. How, how, did, how did your man go? Can't. See, because the app is. Probably should have a bit of an average one. 19 touches. Um, not good for his standards. But um, some, what's his name? Joel Jeffrey. Yeah, he had five. Joel kicked Jeffrey five? kicked five. Yeah. Good on him. Who? Good on him. Oh, good on him. That was a good bag. Bont, three goals from the mid. Not bad. Norton, three. Ben Ainsworth. I reckon Ben Ainsworth's good. Oh, he he's so close to being a good footballer, but he's not just He just yet. flirts with being good. Yeah, exactly right. He sort of reminds me of an early Jamie Elliott a little bit. Again, you see the Bulldogs. Disrespectful to Jamie Elliott. Except playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Again, you see the Bulldogs there. They've got seven of the top eight possession getters. Um, like last week, I think we mentioned they're the top eight possession getters on the field. So it just goes to show how much they share the ball around and they move it through the midfield and get it forward quite easily with the amount of touches they get. So, All right, we'll uh, move on to Nam versus Tasmania. Um, Shano, Shano's what you, boys. Oh, I thought you were pretty good up until, what, halftime, three-quarter time? Yeah, well, I got in the car after our game and it was quarter time, we're up, and I could not believe what I was seeing. But then the tattoo game. The tattoo, <laughs> tattoo gate. Yeah, <laughs> lively. Well, and, this was uh, a dirty money game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> laundry, laundry, laundry responsibly. <laughs> but um, now the Roos, you know, like I think maybe apart from the last quarter, that's probably what you want to see. Maybe a little bit of a little bit of fight, at least sort of making use of our entries and that. When we start just absolutely butchering it and getting nowhere near and not getting numbers to the contest, that's when you get a little bit disappointed as a North Melbourne supporter. But no, you take that. Well, you know, we've been beaten by more against lesser sides. So, you know, probably not what we wanted, but it'll do. Not, not, that, not that he's a bad player or anything, but I will want to highlight. User, you just got in front. I think it was about 35 to 33. Aiden Bonner took a kick from the back pocket straight into, I think it was Fritch, man on the mark, and he just snaps for an easy goal. And you're like, these are the goals that cost you. And probably David Noble sitting there going, that does not help me. Adam. To be fair, it's pretty hard to kick over Barry Fritch's forehead. Yeah, oh. <laughs> but as he's one that of those, he's one of those guys. It's I don't know. I'll, I don't mind him, but I don't think he's going to be in our next team where we say, "Oh yeah, Righto North should make finals." But I think we're just gap filling at the moment. We're just sort of getting by, seeing who's actually going to be on a list next year. But I don't think they're going to hold Aiden Bonner until he's forty-four. No, no, I don't think he's getting chaired off at, at all in the North, game. Actually, Aiden Core had a good game. I was, just, I was about to say, North played good, but I don't think you're going to be winning too many games of footy when Aiden Core is your second highest, I suppose. No, it's okay. We, 13 we marks. We got our win out of the way. Loonings. <laughs> the Loonings. He had 13 marks, Aiden Core. And Bailey Scott had 12. No. Clayton Oliver, 45 touches. Yeah. Pig. Very piggish. Very piggish. St. Kilda, uh, Adelaide didn't kick straight. And St. Kilda, I think it was eight goals to two in the last quarter or eight goals to one. Are they the real deal with the Saints or again too early? I think we still – I don't know. I think we have to say that they are now. Max Kings, yeah. seven disposals, six goals, six marks. <laughs> Classic full forward game. 
love it. Can we asterisk the the word, the phrase the real deal and say the real deal doesn't mean compete with Melbourne, but it means get a good chance of making a prelim? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that you should be saying Saints is the real deal because then, no disrespect to Adelaide, but if they should be beating Adelaide. Yeah. And yeah. that's so like love I don't it. think that's a real it'd be different if they were beating a a Collingwood. Yeah. But they didn't. We'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but it'd be different if they were beating like a Carlton or a Geelong or something like that. But they should be beating the Adelaide Crows of the competition and stuff like that. I agree. Like if they want to consider themselves a real deal. They should be beating them teams. Yep. Uh, Richmond won against Essendon. Darcy Parrish had 43 next game. Um, Giants <laughs> versus West Coast. No, we'll, uh, we'll go back to that. There wasn't really much in it, though, was there? Yeah, I, I actually can't comment on it because I didn't watch it. No <laughs> shit. The umpiring was actually in Essendon's favour massively. Like the, the amount of 50s, that, that descent rule. That We're going to have to get rid of that rule. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. He's had 25 free kicks to Richmond's 20. Yeah, it's... And there was a lot of ones that didn't get paid. I was just, it, I didn't watch too much of it because it was crap. But Richmond just doing what they need to do at the moment. That's four on the trot. It is. My uh, Richmond back in the top six calls looking pretty nice at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, whatever. Yep. Um, GWS absolutely pants West Coast. Pretty much expected in Mark McVeigh's first game. But I think there's one thing that Giants can, I don't know. Oh, sorry. The Eagles could probably be happy about. It. They kicked thirteen goals. Like they have been, they've been struggling a lot to score lately. And I, I know so the Giants' defense there is pretty piss poor. Yes, uh, the other day, like Liam said last week, I reckon the Giants are looking to do a bit of run and gun. Yeah, well, they did mix it up a bit. I think Himmelberg played full back, full back and Cornelio was on ball. Yeah, Cox was on ball. ball. I think Callum Ward was playing on a back flank. So, and as I said. Last week when we were speaking about this game, when I said caretaker coaches come in and just swing the axe, I think they dropped about five blokes. They did. And then obviously he was just throwing the magnets around and it worked. But See I, Himmelberg absolutely boot one out of the stadium. Mm. Holy smokes. I think it was 70, didn't it? Like yeah. I think the Fox lab did that one. It was, I mean, yeah. That was a huge talk. Mm. I've seen I did, that stuff. I did say that. I also had <laughs> I had Himmelberg for any time goal scorer in a multi and he lined up, a, <laughs> lined up lines up a full back, gets a free kick about in the middle of the ground and a fifty and he kicks one outside fifty. Corey was blowing up the inbox like he was talking to a twelve year old girl. Oh no. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Uh, you weren't happy. I was cross. Now they called Daisy Thomas the Oracle on Triple M, but it might be my new nickname. And oh. Uh, you didn't even get it right. Excuse me. Can I please get some clarification here, Shano? Uh, I he, think it was, what was it? He's two points off and tipped a massive upset. I'd like to say that, that that's a pretty good To be fair, but that's one of your big calls got up, though. Yeah, Freo top four is looking, looking very good at the moment, is it? Two two losses in a row against shit opponents. Um, Hawks are good. That Mitch Lewis looks like he's a gun, I reckon, yep. very yeah, early on. But John Newcomb looks like he's the rising star leader. Yep. Uh, wrong. Tommy Mitchell. That Connor Nash 26. has been playing on ball as well. They're looking really good. They are. They, I don't know. They're just up and down. They're so up and down. Looking good for they, considering where we expected them to go at yeah. the start of this year. Well, they've lost, before last week they lost, what they lose, like five in a row. Yeah. So they needed that win. Dylan Moore. Kick the goal. Kick, kick the goal. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll keep an eye on Stuff him. that guy. Stuff that guy. And I'll let you have a little quick we'll go to the main game. No, you, you no, 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 after you. No, after you. You, you let us no, right after you. <laughs> I was. This was a late Marination Station game. I actually don't mind the 520 game on a Sunday. Yeah. 
It's not up, not up too late. Not up too late. In bed before eight thirty, nine o'clock. <laughs> on a Sunday, just get ready for a big week of work. But um, while well, we all didn't, none of us tipped Collingwood to win. No, we didn't. I thought we were going to get absolutely romped. But yep. in saying that, I didn't realise it was going to be pissing down rain. Jeez, it was, uh, there's not good filtration at that ground, is there? No, no. I was actually messaging a few of my mates over in WA and I was saying, like, has it been raining there all week sort of thing? And they said, yeah, like it's been sort of on and off. I said, that ground looks like a fucking sponge when they were running on it. It looked like, remember like back when you see like the videos of like the 80s and shit and the um, centre half forward like is all like just here. brown from mud mm-hmm. in the goal squares? It looked like that. Mm. It sort of dried out a little bit in the last half, but that first quarter was putrid. Yeah, it was but shit. The boys got up. I actually don't think, like Ollie Henry kicked, would he kick four? Kicked four as a sub. As a sub, but mm. do you reckon Collingwood would have won? By as much if Mason Cox didn't get subbed out? No, obviously not. Um, so it was yeah. probably like a blessing in disguise. A blessing in disguise. Do you reckon he yeah. actually got injured or do you reckon Fly was like... He was the only one ready for a game yeah. for his goggles. Do you reckon they actually do like sneaky, sneaky yeah. tactical medical That's subs? Because technically the... Medical subs are only allowed to come on if there is actually a legit injury. That's what they say. Loophole that's what like, saying. You can easily them. loophole that. Well, they did say it was fucking raining before they picked the side. Yeah, yeah you that's can change true. it five minutes before. Yeah, the that's game. true. That's what they've been saying. They've been saying the teams have been. I've heard something about that. Like they've been sneaky doing changes. And like, did you actually watch the vision? They want to bring in um, a rule where if one team uses their medical sub, both teams have to. Oh, yeah. To stop the yeah. possible sort of, I don't know, cheating in a way. That's pretty hard if know. you have a bloke that gets knocked out in the first. Five minutes of the game. Yeah, I know. I know. But yeah, I, just, I was just going to say, did you actually like see the vision of like Mason Cox doing his finger? Yeah, he's like, Ooh. did you watch it? He was, nah, it was like a boundary throw in, and he like put his hand up just to like tap the ball, and it must have just nipped the top of it. Yes, and obviously must have dislocated it or broke it, and that was it. He was done. Done. Um, yep, might be, might be the end of him, I reckon. Jack Goat Ginnivan has yeah. a celebration for the goal. <laughs> bit of a cult, bit of a cult figure. There, he's man, a man. You got to love him. Man. You got to love him. I like it. I like it. It's a bit of character in the. No one, no one if else you played for my man. side, I'd love it. So that's what I say. Like, because I shared a few of like of him doing his celebration on socials and like on my account, and I had people like messaging me saying, "Oh, he's a cocky, he's a flog, rah rah." Was, it's the same thing. Like, if he played for Essendon or North or whoever, Richmond, no matter who it was, like you'd love him. It's, it's like just because he's like Toby Green, yeah, yeah, like Hayden Valentine, yeah, sort of Stephen Mill, and all them, yeah, like you. You don't see him, him anymore. But yeah. You don't see him anymore. No, it's good I, I for the game. It's good. Oh, yeah, and he's kicking goals. He's backing it up, so good on him. Will Brody had another ripper game. What do you have, 30, 30, 36 in the wet? Yep. David Mundy. He just gets better with age. 34 from David Tuesday. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's caught his tracker for the week. <laughs> uh, Brayshaw had 31. Lipinski, 29. Good game. Chris, 27. Um other than that, yeah, goal scorers just. Did you see the Billy Brownless joke I posted on Sports Confidential that the week? Yeah, no, go on, tell it. It was good. It tell was it. an absolute cracker. No, I don't want to do it injustice. Uh-huh. It was very good, but uh, I'll post it up again on the socials so I can watch it again myself so everyone can have a laugh. Got we'll, uh, We've got an episode coming out towards the end of the week. We're going to touch on the games coming up next week just to break it up a bit, get a, give a bit more content. But for now, we're going to go to a break in the Instagram faithful and. A bloke overseas has popped in a question for us, so we'll get to them after this.
All right, Instagram faithful, you've you've come in in droves again. Absolutely, every week. Sean Candy. Oh, can Corey tell us all about the step by step about his Gary Ablett style goal against Berrigan on the I weekend? I can. I can. Um, quick, quick. It was actually the first bounce in the last quarter, kick into the fifty from Mitch McGrath. An absolute scrubber went out to the deep forward flank, left forward flank, and I've picked it up on the boundary and just chucked it on the boot, and it's floated through for a goal. Just like Gary Ablett's one, he kicked for Gold Coast. It bounced through. It didn't go through. And I know, and I was right behind it because he fucking burnt me when he picked it up <laughs> off the ground and I was standing there, and he just U-turned, hooked it on the foot, and a third skid just misjudged it and let it bounce, and it rolled through. If you're looking at the Gary Ablett goal, it's nothing like that. It's just An luck. extra two metres, it would have been exactly the same as the Gary Ablett goal. Loves his KFC and his sausages <laughs> this late. Hixie has chimed in again. Hello, Ben. Hey, Janitor. Janitor number one. <laughs> if you could draft any Simpsons character to your AFL or basketball team, who would it be and why? Um, I'm going to have to go Otto. <laughs> <laughs> just for footy trips or? <laughs> After season trips. I'm going to drive the bus. <laughs> I'm going to – Essendon needs a centre forward. I'm probably going to go with Duffman. I reckon he'd add a little bit. Oh, that's quick. a great question. No, you got anything? Well, I reckon Sideshow Bob would give you a lot of hit-outs. Yeah. <laughs> give me a chop-out. Anything for you? I'm going to say Willie the groundskeeper. I reckon he'd be a beast in just contested ball beast. Like yeah, Pat yeah, yeah. Grease me up, woman. <laughs> You're pushing me over the fucking lane. I love it. Um, and we have a bloke who we talked about him last week from Brussels and had a bit of a laugh about it. But oh, yeah. Bob from Brussels has actually commented in, said, thanks for the shout-out, boys. Hello, Bob. G'day, Bob. And uh, he's come in with, in order, and he's gonna. he said, pick one of the guests. So I'm going to go with Cody. Can you do his accent? I was going to go <laughs> Scottish then because I was just thinking of that. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, um, come on. I should have gone and sent a voice name on but. I'll pick, I'll pick Cody. He said pick one of the members and you've got to go through the sports confidential people and who you would have as your fighter in order. My fighter? Yes. So as in say you were to win 50 grand, who and in order, who's the fighter that you want to win the 50 grand to the least? Rank them. <laughs> so we've got, just for clarification, we've got, what have we got, six now? Five. Yeah, Hicks, he hasn't been on yet, so you can't include yeah, him. Yeah, can't include him. He wouldn't have been. Yeah, he would have been last. Yeah, he would have been last. Wait, are we fighting each other or are we just saying, no, like, no, no. up to fight someone? Who is your first draft pick to yes. fight someone if yes. you're going to try and win 50 grand? First yeah. draft pick. Yeah. Right. That's a good question, actually. Don't forget Lane. Thanks, Bob. Don't forget Lane. Yeah. Is Bronson on, on this? in on this? Yeah. Nah, Bronson's not. Oh, you can add Bronson, yeah. All right. He's Bronson. been a part of it. You can think about him, but you're not going to pick him. It <laughs> <laughs> was a fleeting moment. Yeah. At least I was to throw spaghetti at someone. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, shit, that's a good question. I'm going to have to go pick one. I'm going to say Corey, actually. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Is it the height? I'm a bit of a dog. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just the height. I'm a bit of a dog. Yeah, and he's a bit of a dog. I've, I've, I've played basketball with Corey before, and he's a dog. I'm a bit of a yeah. kicker. I'm more of a, of a kicker. Pat, no, yeah. I only really love Pat yeah, Bev. A bit of Pat Bev about him. <laughs> and two, I'm going to go Shano. Oh, I did hit a third skid on the weekend. So <laughs> <laughs> just two dogs. I'm going for the two dogs. And then. This bike used to umpire too, by the way. And then flip of a coin for Jack and Liam. Oh, oh, no, I'm taking Liam. Surely. Actually, I'm taking Liam. Yeah. In a different weight class. 
All right. Uh, is it just, are we all gone? And then you'll and then I'll take Bronson and then I'll take Hixie and then I'll take Jack. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, thanks for that, Cody. Um, what was your question? It was a would you rather, wasn't it? Uh, just a little little hypothetical here. There's absolutely no right answers. Um, would you rather? This is mainly towards you three. Well, that's the other you, in the room. And, and the listeners. The listeners can message in. Let us know on the socials. Correct. Just inboxes. Yep. Would you rather root a goat and have nobody know ever, but you know that you did it, and it's like a real ugly looking goat like it's not one of those good looking ones <laughs> or would you rather i hate those ugly ones <laughs> would you rather not do it and have everyone genuinely think that you did like and just everywhere you go the whole world knows boy that's that that's that bloke he fucking rooted that goat he's disgusting god i'm gonna i people say that about like there's a lot of would you rather similar to that? Would you rather similar I'm, de- I'm gonna not do it and know that I have the moral compass that I didn't do it and People can think that I did it, but in my mind, I don't have to think about me actually rooting that goat. Yeah, I'm the same. I would yeah. rather not do it and people think that I've done it. Yep. But it would be across the Oh, yeah. I just said, nah. I didn't it would it. live rent-free in your head. Oh, absolutely. Every time. And But they do say the old saying, you root one goat, you're a goat rooter for life. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. Um, now, this bloke has messaged me the last two to three weeks, and I keep forgetting to read out his questions. He's a avid listener of the of the podcast and the president of the footy club at Katana, Paul Harry. He's, less, he's sent us in a few questions. He said, righto, final eight, do you see many changes by the end of the year? Do we see many changes? I think Port could potentially, but they're still unreliable. At That's what stage. he said. Yeah, sorry. Paul said, I think Port good enough to push, but in for who? Who drops out? So you got AFL up and load, I'll be able to look at the ladder. Yeah, <laughs> three votes, AFL up. I think Port can and the Doggies can. Maybe the Suns, but probably not. The Suns have got a really good end-of-year fixture. But then who comes out? That's the thing. Exactly. Frio could drop off after the last couple of weeks. Mm. I don't know. It's a bit hard to tell right now. Well, mm. they they say around brand eight-ish, it's very rare that teams um, can come into the eight from there. Last year was an exception, but. Yeah. What do you reckon, Chano? You'd say the Dogs is a pretty clear one there, that they, if they can get their shit together and get the team uh, healthy, possibly find a solution to the full forward problem. Uh, they're a pretty obvious one, but, like, you think just Richmond are that one injury away from, like, it yeah. all unravelling again. But you'd say that probably Richmond are your biggest worry and Bulldogs are your, probably your biggest hope to get in, I reckon, from there. Yeah, I agree. North probably a long shot. I'd say. But <laughs> we'll see how we go. We'll let it play out. Yeah. Uh, so he sent in another question. He's a Carlton, Carlton supporter. How many Carlton players do you have in your rolling All-Australian team? Like if we had one right now, he said he's got three, Doherty, Cripps and Kerno, and he said Weedering and Walsh close. I agree on Cripps. Obviously, he's leaning the yep. Brownlow. Who was the other one that was a lock? We had Doherty, who I think... Started the year well, but I don't know. Has he been well the last couple of weeks? Yeah. Oh, he's, just, yeah he's doing his job. And who was the other one? Kerno. Yep. Fair. Yeah. I think they're all fair. I think yeah, I, 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 I actually would almost have Weedering in there. Yeah. I, he's, oh, Stephen I, may be fullback. Yeah, but who yeah. would go to the centre back? Oh, Lever. Sicily. has been fucking Weedering is Sicily? a one-on-one beast. Sis- 
don't, I don't think, think Sissler's a centre half. I don't right? think Walsh is in the mix at this stage. Yeah. But I, agree, I absolutely agree on the rest of them. The rest of them. Yeah. Weatering's a gun, though. Weatering's a gun. And one more question. What opposition AFL player do you want to smash? He said, minor Cody Waitman and Jake Stringer. <laughs> <laughs> Waitman's a big one. I agree on that. But that's it's Wait, the same thing. It's Waitman the role is, that he plays. Yeah, vibe. I need time to think of that. Has anyone I've got, got one. I'd, I'd love to smash Trent Cotchin. Actually, <laughs> I, 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 I second that motion. Oh, he's a gnaw. Sustain. Uh, might have been Lenny Hayes for sure. He just hate that guy. You know the way he goes about it. Biggest no. <laughs> <laughs> gentleman in football. Yeah. <laughs> um, just didn't play the game in the right spirit. Yeah, I don't know that's right. Come on. Who have you got, Cody? Oh, you I said Cotchin. Yeah. Yep. No yeah. doubt. Come on, Jack. I don't reckon we'll ever get him on the pod, so fuck him. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I probably should stop messaging him. Um, <laughs> that's that's a tough one. For me, it's probably someone from Geelong. Who is it? Selwood. No, I don't hate Selwood. I don't love him. I don't hate Dangerfield. I don't love him. It's probably just Geelong in general. Just, like a whole, just the whole Geelong team. Just, just the whole Geelong team. Chris got the line at the front, please. Last question, and it's a bit of a would you rather as well. All right. 150 metres from the pin, par three, use whatever club you want, standard size green. You hit it, you land it on the green, you make $5 million. You miss it, you got to pay $10,000 and you can never watch sports again. I'm going for it. You going for it? I'm not going for it. Oh, What's the payout? 5000 He said $5 million. $5 million. Oh, $5 million. I'm going for it. Oh. Oh, jeez. I thought you said 5,000. Nah, 5,000 you got to pay and you don't watch sports again. No, I've got no fucking chance of hitting that. No way. I've probably got no chance, but I'd try, I think. Yeah, I'm saying I'd no have chance, to try. I'm going for it. You've got to think the rest of your life you can't watch sports. I'll just listen to it. Mm. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> listen to podcasts like this. Keep up to date with SC. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Or did you go? It's probably a crap one. I was off the dome. Um. Oh, I wouldn't do it. I don't, oh, yeah, it's $5 million. You go for it. I don't know if you would. Yeah. What about it was a half-court shot and you got five half-court shots, you'd say? And it's the same rules apply. Yep. Yeah, I'd do it. I'm a fucking goat from down there. Yeah, same. So you got five to hit one. I'd miss a, I'd miss a layup and I'd make a half-court. <laughs> Yeah, no. Nah. I I'd, I reckon I'd be more confident hitting the green than <laughs> hitting the three pointer. Yeah, Corey's seen me play basketball. Yeah, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a sports confidential team going. I reckon soon. Can, Degas, we, get actually, basketball. can we actually get an indoor cricket team? Yeah, oh. there's a there's a lot in the pipeline. Yeah, really there's a big. potential golf day down the line. Um, we're gonna look into it. But we got the what do you call it? The box corporate box. Yeah, Jack Shatner's all the corporate yeah. box, which is nice of him. <laughs> Can't wait. Don't it's gonna be the about. best day ever. What are we? I know it's early, but surely you've got something nice planned for the Christmas party to shout the boys. Christmas in July is usually pretty good too, I've heard. Oh, we're going to have two Christmas parties then. Yeah, really? exactly. You are generous. I work on something. Pocket. Exactly right. $200 a head, so just take it out of our super. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Oh, God. Uh, last question to finish it off. To end, to end this bit of a special podcast, favourite player that doesn't play at your club, AFL? Ooh. Um, currently playing. Currently playing. Currently. Oh, jeez. In terms of like just chuck chuck straight on your, my, our team's list immediately, yeah, or just like I don't have to oh, yeah. necessarily be a, oh. a gun. You just enjoy yeah. Max King. Max King. Holy smokes! His arms are that long. You just think he's got a chance. Expect yeah. the gadget arms. Every single time he goes near him, you just go, "This motherfucker's going to catch that." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mine's definitely Tuke Miller. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I know that. I'm actually a big fan of Jaden Short. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I love yeah. him. Uh, yeah, he's not good. for me. Jaden Short and Liam Baker. Yeah. All right, into the MVP votes we go. I've given one vote to myself uh, for organising the new mixer and had to get a cord last minute before JB Hi-Fi closed so we could use it tonight. So go, Corey. Uh, lift up a bit. You're a bit two flat. votes to Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney is playing out of his skin in the playoffs, um, getting offensive boards for fun. And actually scoring a few points. He scored 20 the other day, the other night, or the day, whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, good on you, Kavan. <laughs> Kavan Looney. And three votes goes to my pies for downing oh. the Dokers. Get that up, yeah, you bastards. No wonder we're not relevant. <laughs> One vote go to GWS. I know it was against West Coast, but good start under Mark McVeigh. Uh, they look like a different team out there. Two votes goes to JT, Justin Thomas. The other shot on the 17th that I was talking about earlier, Cody, it was a par four and he drove it and he landed on the green and it was lit. It was one of those one of those drives where... I think I've seen, I think I seen a photo of it of him lining up. Just yeah, absolutely. straight over the trees. Absolutely schmocked it. Um, and three votes goes to Leeds United for their 94th minute winner to keep them up. They would have still been up anyway, but they obviously every game's on at the same time, so they wouldn't have known. So well done, my one vote goes to the North Queensland Cowboys. They did get over my storm there sure. the other week. So, wow. They actually romped them. They beat them by 30. Like storm, storm having a bit of injuries and a few things like that, but I wouldn't have expected the storm to lose by that much. So, well done. Is that a, is that a big upset? Um, yeah, it's an upset. Like, the Cowboys were third. We're, we're they were third before storm the game started. Be fav- we're Storm favourite? Uh, it was probably, like, even ball because, like, yeah. the Storm have the got storm that many. like... Three or four weeks in a row where they were just scoring ridiculous amounts. Yeah, that's when like the team's in, and then we've lost Pappenhausen and Hughes, like the spine. All, all the key playmakers are a little bit out, but no excuses. The Cowboys, well done, and they're exceeding their preseason expectations. Uh, two votes, Leeds United, well done. I've got a few mates over there that are Leeds fans, so they've done well to hold off relegation, and I may or may not be heading over there next year. So I would love, I love the fact that they're definitely in the EPL. I think Jack's going to shout us all a trip over there. I think so. Yep. Corporate box, I think. <laughs> I've watched <laughs> the padded the, the padded seat. Have you seen yeah, that? that on, that's the best. That's a fucking that good so shit. Good. You just think, that'd be, what's like 400 bucks, then you get like a meal and then like yeah. the best seat in a mad stadium. Anyway, and three votes to Max King. I, I've alluded to it a few times, I think, but he's it's just. A crush. I do. And crush. He's, he's a gun. He's go, go gadget arms. <laughs> just clunks everything. So well done. him. What do you have? Six, six, six goals, seven touches. Yep. That's a Jason Dunstall type uh, stats, stats there. So, yep. well done. What a man. Um, my one vote has gone to now. Don't rinse me for this. I'm, I'm going to fuck his name up. But Sun Hung Min from Tottenham. Yeah. Golden boot winner. All out. Yeah. Nah, he's <laughs> Objection. Hearsay. Probably the main reason why Tottenham made Champions League. Yeah. Great year. So. Props to him. Um, two votes went to Man City. Four titles in five years is very good going. And then three votes to the boys, Collingwood. Oh. Getting the W over Fred. Lovely. Love to hear it. Three over Man City who played 38 games and you played Fremantle on a wet day. So well done. Uh, one vote goes to the Pakistani curator. We haven't heard from him for a while. <laughs> I just thought, I just thought, you know, 
cricket's not really happening at the moment. I don't know what he's up to, so I just want to keep him on his toes. So He thought he got away with it. Yeah, exactly right. Two votes goes to Reggie Bullock. You suck. Zero from 10 from the field. <laughs> Grow up. That is pathetic, and no wonder Luca is eating and drinking heaps. And uh, shishering. Three to – yeah, and three to West Coast. Like, they are in no man's land at the moment. Um, they've got – they've given away all these picks for Tim Kelly. Yeah, they're not in a good way, and I don't reckon they're going to be anywhere near it in the next three or four years. Yep, facts. Uh, my one vote goes to Reggie Bullock as well. Yeah. <laughs> Stinking it up. Uh, two votes goes to Tom Lynch for kicking zero goes zero goals four. He did get injured, but he kicks zero goals four. Not good enough. And three votes goes to Brisbane Lions for getting done by the Hawks. Might be a bit stiff, but... In Tasmania. Yeah, five God. Points. That was a high-scoring game. Oh, okay. And after Mystic Mac fucking tipped... Uh, the Hawks over here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I do what the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my fraud votes. I've gone Bulldog board, the Canary Bulldogs, that is. Cody hit the nail on the head there last week. They have sacked their coach. Not officially. He resigned, but it's just turmoil there. They've got a bit of a dictator, Gus Gould, taking over. Um, so to their board, sort their shit out. They need to – they're getting all these high recruits in, so they need to – Sort out what the hell's going on and stop making me look like a dickhead yeah. for the preseason <laughs> prediction that they might actually go all right. I so, bet we're following them. Um, the FIA, I've given two votes to them. They are Formula One, the racing people who run racing, basically. And they're bringing in uh, stricter laws on jewellery. Um, I say that word terrible. Jewellery. 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 Bling. So you're not allowed to wear like earrings and things like that and cost Lewis, Lewis Hamilton has piercings everywhere. And I mean... Everywhere, and it's exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> really? And so he's been taking the shit. Out. It's like, it's actually a little bit of an MVP honorable mention. So he's been rocking up to all the press conferences, wearing like five watches and like just, just all these chains, just going, "Oi, fuck you guys." So, but so the FIA, go fuck yourselves. And uh, three votes frauds to the rabbits, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, they lost. An easy game this weekend. Oh my god, the NRL apps no better than the AFL app. <laughs> they lost. They lost to the Canterbury Raid, Canberra Raiders, who absolutely they've been smelling it up a little bit lately. But they got blown out by them, so they're just not performing to how they should be. But they're going exactly how I said they would be going preseason. So just another shout out to Harley about his rabbits. <laughs> well done, boys. Um, my one vote, I'm giving North the weekend off, or the week off, I should say. Appreciate and, um, it. But Essendon doesn't get a reprieve there. They're, they're <laughs> getting one vote. Just because I love seeing Bro's face and, yeah, the shit, pretty much. Facts. Um, two votes. I've actually gone Reggie Bullock too. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, he, he had an absolute stinker. And then my three votes, I've been saying it, the AFL app. Facts. Yeah. Sort your shit out. Get yeah. a better app. That is horrible. It's I, I don't understand how you can be probably the biggest sporting company, I don't know what the word for it is, in Australia and still don't have an app that fucking works. Yep. Well yeah. done. Good sort, way, your shit, sort your shit out. Let me just have a look at the leaderboard. And, yep, uh, at the moment you got Ja Morant and the Grizzlies doing really well up there. Um, on their fraud side, which really counts, you got the Pakistani curator who's back in the mix. Uh, the Lakers still up there. Russia. Uh, Russia will be up there. And uh, Russia, I didn't want to bring that up, but, yeah, they're taking us to court as well. So, <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another great episode of uh, SC, the weekly wrap. 
It's going to be another episode coming out really soon and uh, we're going to have some special guests coming on. So pop onto our Instagram, give us a follow, give us a follow on your social platforms and whatever else you can find to follow us on. T-shirts and hats out for 40 bucks now. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in.